I was a porn star and I thought that being in the industry would be glamorous, but I quickly learned that it was far from that. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Lay. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution. God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Lay. Hi, this is Evangelist John Lay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems, but found answers in a real God. Today, we're going to talk to someone who was a porn star, but then left the porn industry. And in our last show, Brittany De La Mora was telling us about the reality of how she grew up from a broken home and was a overachiever, tried to do well, but she was always told at home that she was a loser that she was not going to mount anything, that they wished she wasn't born, and went through just a very difficult time in her childhood. She tried to overcompensate and tried to get affirmation, but when she found she couldn't find it at home, she found it out there at a strip club. And then once she had a taste of the affirmation, she got involved with strip clubs as she became a college student and found an easy way to make some money. But then that opened up the door to something else that Brittany's going to talk about today. Brittany, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm glad to be here again. Brittany, it really is an honor to have you on our show. And you're revealing some really big truth bombs here. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so it truly is an honor. Thanks. Brittany, let me ask you a question. In our last show, you're talking about how you grew up from a broken home as a stripper. The people around you, did they have similar stories as yourself, like coming from broken families? Or did some of them just like, hey, you know, this is what I was born to do. What was that like? When I was in the porn industry, I was always very curious about people's stories. So I asked and, you know, every person that I asked in the porn industry, they had their own stories of brokenness. You know, some were Mm. molested and some were raped and some were forced to watch porn from a very young age, like the age of four and five years old from, you know, step parents and other people had overly religious parents that told them they were all going to go to hell and So they just kind of figured, well, we might as well do whatever we want because I'm going to go to hell anyway. And so everybody had some kind of a story of brokenness growing up. That's horrible. So Brittany, I mean, here's this industry that seems so amazing and glamorous, but it's really full of brokenness and hurts. And it's almost like a self-medication, would you say? Yeah, we have to remember that most people that watch porn, I think that they get lost in the fantasy and they think that it's reality, but it's not reality. All these porn stars that people are watching are paid actors, like they're performers. You know, you might see Angelina and Brad Pitt act one way in a movie, but they're not going to act like that in real life. And so (laughs) just because you see somebody with a smile on their face in a movie, that's not always the reality. I mean, I've seen porn stars literally crying on set where the directors are looking around like, what do we do? Do we cut the scene like why is she crying you know and it's just it's a very hard very very dark industry and you just don't get to see what happens on sets like you don't get to see that side of things you get to see them when they're performing when they're acting and when they're pretending like they're enjoying everything that they're doing but it's a fantasy it's acting it's not real well Brittany let's back up here a little bit so before when you were a stripper and you're doing that through your college years, how did that lead and segue into becoming a porn star? So 
I had just met a couple producers one night when I was dancing and, you know, they were telling me that you're beautiful. We love you. We make romance movies. And if you're ever interested, you know, give us a call. We shoot in LA. Wow. So I happened to be in LA the next day and I gave them a call and they put me in hair and makeup and they sent me over to an agent and I was in the industry for a total of seven years. Oh my gosh. So now I'm curious. Okay. So here they're telling you they're making romance movies. Did you at that moment really know what they were doing? It sounds like they were kind of deceptive. Is that right? I mean, I don't know if that was their intention. It might have been, but I knew that they were talking about porn. Okay. In college, I was already stripping and taking my clothes off for money, and I had become pretty promiscuous in college. So wow. I just kind of figured, like, well, I'm already doing this anyways. I might as well get paid for it. I see. That was just kind of my reasoning when I was 18. So at that time in your life, you're like, you know what? This is just the next thing. I'm just going to like level up and make some more money. Mm-hmm. Are they promising you lots of money at this point? I mean, this was back in 2005. The industry is much different now. Like it's not as easy to make money in the industry now because of, Mm. you know, Pornhub and all the free porn sites and all of that. So it's kind of destroyed the industry. But yeah, back in 2005, I mean, women were making pretty good money. I was making over $30,000 a month. Oh my, what? Holy cow. Okay. (laughs) So that is a huge temptation. So Mm -hmm. these guys, basically they're promising you a life of lots of money. Is that right? Yeah, I guess so. Honestly, though, they didn't really like say that. It just kind of comes with the territory. They weren't like, come with us and you're going to make loads of money. It was more like, just come with us and you're going to be famous. Yeah. I see. I see. So you go along with them. And in this moment, was there anything in your mind saying, don't do this or you're doing the wrong thing? Or was it just kind of like, I'm just going to fully go with it? Yeah, I think because I was so broken and I was so hurting, there was just such a rebellion in me that I kind of subconsciously was thinking like, what's the worst thing I can do to shame my family for the pain they put me through. And so at that time of my life, like I didn't have any reservations. I just thought like, let's just go for it. Wow. You know, that's fascinating. So you go from a point when you're younger, you're trying to please your family, but now it's almost like it's set in some bitterness at this point. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. Yeah. So you're like, you know what? I can't please you guys. Now I'm curious, did they know at this time? Oh yeah. I told them. (laughs) Whoa. So this was open revenge. That's what I'm saying. Like Child (laughs) revenge here. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. And they're like, how did they respond? I mean, my mom was pretty upset. My dad was just kind of, you know, the way he shows love is to just kind of support you and whatever you do. So although I know he wasn't happy, he just was like, well, it's your life. And if this is what you want to do, I support you. Wow. So they were in full knowledge of you moving towards a step. So, I mean, how long was it so amazing? I mean, you know, they promised you the glam. They're giving you affirmations. They're affirming you. What happened through that process? Did that last forever? Did that keep you going? What happened? No, I mean, I actually wanted to leave the industry probably within a matter of months. Months. Like, it was just back-to-back attacks in the industry. Like, the first one, I was shooting a scene, and I mean, I had been in high school, I had anorexia, and this wasn't shortly after high school that I, you know, was doing porn, and 
So I had just gotten out of the treatment center pretty much when I started college. And there was a director that was like, you are fat. You need to lose weight. And I was like 105 pounds and five feet one inch. Like I was not fat. And I was just like, what? So from that point, I asked one of the other model girls, like if she could get me drugs. And so I started using cocaine to lose weight. And then it was like, now you're too skinny. And then, you know, I ended up catching gonorrhea. I think it was like my first month in the industry. I had never caught an STD because I'd never had unprotected sex. And so it was just all of this stuff where I'm like, wait, what? I thought everybody was tested. I thought this industry was safe. But what they don't tell you is they lie to you and they tell you the industry is safe. We get tested every 28 days. But that's not true because most people in the industry aren't just having sex with people in the industry. They might go and meet somebody at a club or a bar and have sex with that person. They might catch gonorrhea, chlamydia, and then bring that into the industry and say that they caught it on day one of their test being negative. Now for the next 27, 28 days, they're passing that STD around the industry. Oh my God. So like, they don't tell you those kinds of things. And so like, I was shocked. I was like, Oh my gosh. And my agent was just like, Oh, it's okay. You just need to get a shot in the butt and everything will be fine. It'll go away. Like it's not permanent. Wow. But for me, that was a big deal because I never caught an STD. It was a big deal. Right. And you just kind of brushed it off. Like it was nothing. Yeah. Yeah, because in your mindset, you're still this A achiever, you know, and you probably brought that excellence (laughs) into this industry, you know, and then now you're going through this, man, so it's really messing with you is what I'm hearing from you. Absolutely. Now, Brittany, let's stop there. I really do want to hear more about what you experienced. And I'm understanding it escalated into some drug addiction that got worse and worse. And there's a point you hit rock bottom. We're going to talk about that on our next show. Thanks so much, Brittany, for being with us today. Thank you. Let's break down what you just heard right after the break. Real life is made possible this week with the help of On Fire Merchant Services and our Awakening the Nation's monthly giving partners. If you own your own business taking Visa and MasterCard, call and get a quote from On Fire Merchant Services. On Fire Merchant Services is on fire to serve you. Look them up at onfiremerchantservices.com or call them at 877-333-6682. That's onfiremerchantservices.com or 877-333-6682. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at awakeningthenations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's awakeningthenations.com or 877-480-4477. More real life starts now. Welcome back to the show where we're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? To me, it really stuck out that most of the people in the industry were broken people who felt like they were already going to hell. So might as well have as much pleasure as possible. Now, sometimes in life, it is easy to develop this mindset when sin comes into our lives and then we're like, well, might as well keep doing it because there's no answer. And it just goes from one thing to the next. Like for Brittany, first it was stripping. Then it was like, let's go to the next level and go to, you know, porn. (laughs) Might as well. But we have to understand that there is something working in the background. There is a prince of darkness who is behind all of these things. The Bible is meaning Satan. He is leading people astray. It is written in Ephesians chapter 2, 2, 3. In which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, 
the Spirit, who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lusts of the flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. Now, what is interesting is that Brittany knew she was not only disobeying, but it was her form of revenge to her parents. And according to scripture, this is how the prince of the power of the air, or Satan, works through the lives of people. He helps them to rebel. And soon we will hear about the reality of the pit Brittany found herself in. I sense there's someone who can identify with this. And maybe you're feeling like, well, I messed up, so I might as well keep messing up more. Sure, maybe, you know, you're not in the porn industry, you're doing anything big that you think, but it's still the same concept. Maybe you're thinking, well, I messed up, I might as well keep on messing up more. I have news for you. It isn't too late. Jesus came to rescue you from your sin, and he isn't surprised by it. He did something about it. He died on the cross and shed his blood so that your blood doesn't have to be shed. He took your punishment so you could come back into a relationship with God. Let me pray for you, my friend, if that's you. Lord God, I'm praying for the person who's saying, you know, I'm just living this mundane life and you know, I've already sinned. I'm already there. I like it and might as well just make it more. I just might as well sin more. Lord God, I know that this condemnation and this guilt that can fill a person's heart living in that style, that mode. So Father, right now in Jesus' name, we just surrender that guilt to you. We surrender the sin to you. And we ask you, Lord Jesus, to forgive us of our sins. We receive the payment of the blood of Jesus in Jesus' name. I hope you're blessed by this testimony, and I know that your life was touched. If you want to know more about us or to make a tax-deductible donation, please check us out at AwakeningTheNations.com. That's AwakeningTheNations.com. See you next time.